0: And we are live. Take it away, Lisa. All right. Hello. And where am I here? Yes. Uh, Welcome to episode 18 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am your host, Lisa Nowakowski, along with Nancy Minnikozzi. And I'm a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County, California. And I'm Nancy, an ed tech coach in Northwest L.A. County. Okay, so we would just like to have a reminder of our podcast focus. We like it to be accessible on your schedule, so 15 minute format, uh, so it gets you a chance to ask your own questions whenever you want them answered. Just go ahead and contact us via our website or our YouTube chat. It's personalized mobile PD, so you choose the focus. Listen when you want to. Go ahead and contact us if you know someone. Uh, who would be a great guest if you enjoy our podcast and we hope you do we know you will um, please support us by subscribing to our youtube channel just go ahead and search for tlc ninja teachers we also use that as our hashtag on twitter and you can also look for us on itunes soundcloud or your favorite uh, podcatcher and while you're there go ahead and rate us the more ratings we have the easier it is for people like you to find us nancy what is our coffee fact
1: Today's coffee fact is actually about caffeine. Did you know that it is a natural pesticide? It can paralyze and kill insects that are trying to eat the coffee plant. <laughs> um, and uh, high caffeine levels are found in coffee seedlings when they're growing and they don't have any spines or other kind of mechanical protection. They have high caffeine, so it kills those bugs dead. Killer dead. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. So um, tonight's guest is Sandra Chow, who is going to be talking to us about VR virtual reality. So Sandra, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do.
2: Hi, uh, my name is Sandra Chow. I'm from Toronto, Canada, and I'm um, a teacher at the Toronto District School Board. I'm currently on special assignment with an organization called TVO which is a broadcast and digital resource organization, similar to PBS in the States.
1: Well, that's great. So we want to know, what is virtual reality and is it the same as augmented reality or is it different?
2: It's different. So when I think about VR, um, VR is Immersive Multimedia or Computer Simulated Reality. So. Think about Star Trek, and when the Star Trek people went into the holodeck, and it, they went, "Computer, uh, give me the jungle," or whatever it might be. Um, that's what VR would be like. Whereas augmented reality would would be similar to um, Star Wars, where Princess Leia pops up and talks to them, and there's a hologram, and, and it's it's you're looking through a lens or a screen, and and it becomes part of the reality. So Pokemon Go would be an AR kind of augmented reality app, whereas VR, um, we'll talk a little bit more about that today, but is something that you would look through a lens or some sort to make it feel like you're in an actual reality.
1: Oh, I love that. And anytime you can use a Star Wars or Star Trek reference, (laughs) I'm there, so I like it. Um, So tell us, how do you use virtual reality in the classroom?
2: So I uh, taught for many years at an inner city school and a lot of my students didn't have an opportunity to go um, to really fancy field trips because they were very expensive, um, let alone going to locations that might require thousands of dollars. So the great thing about virtual reality is you can actually bring field trips to them at a very inexpensive cost thanks to uh, Google Cardboard. And obviously, there are other uh, ways that you can access virtual reality, but um, when you have something so inexpensive like a Google Cardboard, students can actually access it and and experience things like the Great Wall or um, the Taj Mahal or go out to space, and, and it feels like they're actually there, and you can teach so many areas of the curriculum using that. So. Things like outer space or um, social studies, um, they can actually experience what, when we learn our, our unit on Canada, we, our students actually were able to experience what going to Quebec was like or going to Vancouver. Um, and so similarly, if you're in the States and you do a unit on the States, um, students who might not necessarily have an opportunity to go to other parts of, of the country, they can experience that um, in reality.
1: So if I'm in California and I can't go to the Statue of Liberty in real life, I can go and walk around it using virtual reality, and it feels like I'm there.
2: Exactly. And the other cool thing um, that's come up and and um, appears on YouTube is the 360 videos. And so whenever I actually have um, people experience virtual reality for the first time, what I have them do is open their phone, and most people have the YouTube. App on their, on their smartphone. And so if you open the YouTube app and you just type in 360-degree video, many, many videos pop up. And um, the, you can actually just pan on it and, and see whatever it might be, the Great Barrier Reef or um, uh, a roller coaster. Um, you can experience them just by panning through it. But if you look at the bottom of your smartphone, a little icon shows up that has a little Google Cardboard. It's almost like a mask. Um, at the bottom, And if you click on it, you all of a sudden have two screens that show up. And if you put that into a virtual reality device, it feels like you're actually there. Um, but not only is it a still picture, it's live and animated, and it feels like you're going in a roller coaster, or it feels like you're diving into the ocean or the sea, um, and, or it feels like you're in, in um, an orchestra pit, listening to all the various sounds around you. Um, one of my favorite YouTube video clips is called the Google Spotlight Stories, um, and so especially for those who uh, teach language arts, when you uh, go to the Google Spotlight Stories, a lot of those those uh, stories are like mini animations. So if you want to teach students about perspectives or point of view, you have each student watching the video and when they retell the story, it shows up. Each student will tell the story in a different way because they are looking at the story in many different points of views. Um, So one of mine is called special delivery, which is kind of perfect at this time of the year because it's Christmas time and special delivery is a little bit Christmassy. So if you want to try one out, that's a good one to try out.
1: Oh, I love that, and I saw that uh, for those of you that don 't know, we have a planning document. I know this looks totally off the cuff, but we actually do plan and uh, Sandra put some resources in there. Um, would that st- would those stories be in the resource that you put in
2: mm-hmm, so the resource that I am including was a, a presentation that Sylvia Duckworth and I prepared together and um, And she's very, very uh, organized and includes many different resources. And that Um, Google slide is actually a live document. So anytime either of us find something really interesting or great, we'll include that into that um, presentation. So it's always changing.
1: Oh, terrific. Well, we will put that um, in our show notes. And uh, so anybody who's watching can click on that link and see the slideshow. So that's great. Um, All right. So you talked a little bit about how you use it in the classroom and that uh, it was less expensive than uh, say going on the field trip, but how much does virtual reality cost? Like you were talking about the Google Cardboards or what other things do you
2: Mm -hmm. use? How much does um, it cost? Really it ranges. So you can get really fancy and go up to 400 or even more. Um, So, Obviously, some of them that are more expensive um, would be like the Oculus Rift. And, um, and so they would be fancy in that the mechanics of it is very durable. It's plastic. Um, you, you look like you're in a futuristic uh, world when you're putting it on. And it, and, and it is very durable. And there's many other aspects to it. So, for example, they might have surround sound attached to it, um, Whereas you can also go as simple as a Google Cardboard, which is completely made of cardboard. Um, now, and, yeah, <laughs> that's it. And um, the great thing about the Google Cardboard is um, it's it's really inexpensive. So it could be as cheap as usually um, from Google, maybe 15 to $20. Um, the more Google uh, – certified Google Cardboards Um, but there are some if you go to websites like AliExpress or even Amazon if you go to Amazon there's some I think even Walmart sells them for like $5 or $6 Um, you can even buy kits that um, the students can create their own Google Cardboards so the lenses are there and um, this velcro or whatever it might be it's already pre-cut so a little bit of a maker but if you want to go really really maker then you buy a pizza box or you, buy, you have pizza that day <laughs> and um, make sure it's not too greasy or you just go to the pizza pizza store and beg them if you can, they can give you a box or pay for it. Um, and you, there's many websites out there and it's in our presentation where people can actually create their own Google Cardboard. And there's this one um, link that I included where um, even the lens can be created using water bottles. Um, so there's a little bit of an eco-friendly aspect to it where you're using cardboard, recycled material, um, water bottles, and you just take the bottom of the water bottle, the rounded edge, and then you glue gun it and insert water, um, and it creates oh, that wow. that uh, lens um, that looks like a double fish eye on both sides, kind of thing. That or sounds con- cool. convex on both sides.
1: That sounds really cool. I might have to try that. Um, and just to clarify for people who wouldn't know, so when you are doing Google Expeditions, you're using a virtual reality tool. Google Expeditions mm-hmm. is virtual reality, so
2: right? a few apps I would totally recommend. YouTube I mentioned. Um, Google Street View app is one that you should definitely download. These are all free. Um, Google Street View app allows you to go anywhere in the world, and people have um, crowdsourced 360-degree pictures that you can go um, anywhere in the world and look at, and um, and you can just type in a location, and it brings you there. What Google Expeditions does, that is a little bit different, and again, that's also free and now available on iPhone, iPad, um, Android, and tablets. Is that um, The teacher or whoever the guide might be can control several phones that are on the same network um, so that when you're going on a field trip, you're all looking at the same picture at the same time. And Google Expeditions also includes some tour guide information so that while you're taking the kids, for example, to um, Petra, you can explain everything about Petra without having to do a ton of research because it's already on the side with notes for the teacher. And then there's usually several views. So, for example, going to Robben Island, which is a great social justice um, lesson where you can talk about Nelson Mandela and you can actually visit his prison cell and see the front. So there's several views of it where you land in Robben Island, you see you see the, the courtyard and then you can go into a cell and you can see another view of a cell. So, um, that's, that's the cool thing about Google expeditions.
1: Um, That is wonderful. I love that. Um, so there's a question that says I've had trouble getting expeditions working in my class. Do you have any suggestions?
2: Mm, It is, um, in, like, it's still pretty new. It's not beta anymore, actually. It's, it's out, released. least. But I would suggest going to the product um, sites for Google and, and just mentioning what your problems are. Um, a lot of times it might be, I'm not exactly sure what the problem might be, but maybe it's a Wi-Fi thing. You're not on the same Wi-Fi. Um, so I would test it at home with your own tablets um, and your phone um, so you usually have to have two devices to, out, to actually test it. Um, you can control it from two phones as well. But I would recommend um, the teacher device being a tablet or an iPad and then having the students on the smartphone so that they can actually put it in the cardboard.
1: Well, that's our timer. Thank you. So we have uh, one minute at the end. It's been wonderful. I feel like no time has gone by at all, um, but that is our timer. So, is there anything you'd like to say to sum up? Any advice? Any uh, any comments before mm-hmm. we close?
2: I definitely recommend um, just trying it out. It's not expensive, and most people have a smartphone, and they have um, um, they can they can easily purchase one. Um, it would be a great uh, Christmas present for kids, for adults. Um, it's, it's just something I would definitely try out. And there's many creative ways um, and many great websites out there of people using Google Cardboard. Um, so definitely check out our presentation, see all the resources and links. We've included links to lots of great um, people who have um, compiled a list of, of things that you can do um, using Google Cardboard as well or virtual reality.
1: Well, terrific. Thank you so much for being our guest. This was wonderful. Thanks for having me. And thank you so much to everybody who's listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment. Um, And, again, please subscribe no matter where you're listening to us to get the latest updates and uh, give us a positive rating. We'd love that. (laughs)
0: Yes, and remember, we are always looking for guests to share the great things that they're doing in their classrooms. So if you know someone who fits that bill, or if it's you, please go ahead and give us a visit over at tlc.ninja and complete out the uh, contact form, and we'll be in contact with you. And please join us on December 19th when we talk with Sarah Stir and how she is using Breakout EDU in her classroom. All right, so thank you very much, and see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.